This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that has all of the credibility and authority and overall trustworthiness of Rudy Giuliani. Uh, that's our promise. <laughs> he for sure eats bats, and I'm Joe Public, and we're here with Rain Man, our numbers guy, who is 11 and 8 overall, uh, but 4 and 1 in what we call our big rubber. Rain Man, why do we call it the big rubber? Because we're rowing the boat, and I'm the rudder. Let me steer you right with my big rubber. Skyuma, Skyuma, Skyuma. Lock of the week, rain money, baby. Honestly, best one in weeks. I'm glad Big Ten football is back because you are back. And I think we have a pretty <laughs> good sense of form right there. We got, we got pretty good energy. sense of what your rover is here, uh, and I love uh, it. Yeah. Uh, you're, Minnesota you're the plus boat. three versus Michigan, if you couldn't tell. I just think there's no reason to think Michigan's a better team. Like, Minnesota, at home, plus that. three, Cobb game day. Come on. I love that. Come on. Come on. And uh, on the other end, Capper, you're, uh, it's, it's been a slow start, 10 and 10, still collecting the data, but you are 4 and 1 in your big rubber, your lock. And what is your lock heading into this week? I only have a few words. This is an outdated one, and I hope some people understand it. But come after me. Oh, man. I'm going 4 oh, and wow. 0 this weekend. Oak State? Iowa State plus 3 and a half Iowa at State. Oklahoma State. Interesting. All right. That's a dicey uh, lock of the week. Brock you like that, though. That's that's when I'm at my best, though. OANN might have some words there. <laughs> Listen, man. It's the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that shit. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. So this is uh, Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. And, uh, of course, give us a rating and review uh, on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts if you plan on giving us five stars. Otherwise, just fuck off. Like, what's what's wrong with you? Get just be cool. Here with that. Uh, we're also on Flick Chat. We've been messing around on that. Download that. Uh, is, uh, what an app. Uh, yeah, find us at uh, Bang Your Bookie's Wife on Flick Chat. Yeah, and uh, Easy. of course we have another last. So last week we have our King of the Hill podcast. We're gonna kick it off uh, with that, the King of the Hill contest. Uh, last week we had uh, Canada Adam, who regretfully uh, lost his spot at top of the hill right away. So let's give a quick moment of silence for Canada Adam, and he's dead. Uh, Not that easy, him. is it, Canada Adam? Rest in no. power. He's, he's dead to us. Uh, no picks. I'm so sorry, Canada Adam. Maybe come back for hockey season. Uh, we're replacing him <laughs> with another confident picker. This guy knows his stuff and goes by an oddly, uh, oddly, oddly relevant name. Uh, I'm going to just call him uh, that other hunter. Um, and let's uh, let's take a look at that uh, at his pick right now. Hey, guys. Hunter here. My King of the Hill pick this week is Penn State minus six and a half against Indiana. Even though Micah Parsons opted out this season and Journey Brown doesn't look like he's going to play Saturday, I still believe Penn State will cover the six and a half point spread. They're the better coach football team in this game and have junior quarterback Sean Clifford returning along with running back Noah Kane. Indiana quarterback Michael Penix is coming off ACL surgery from last season. Penn State usually handles everyone in the Big Ten every year except for Ohio State. And considering the fact that they play Ohio State next weekend, I believe Penn State will steamroll Indiana this weekend. And that's uh, that's the that, pick. 
professional professional pick there uh so so proud of the other hunter for that i absolutely hate the pick he's going against every sharp in the business which is why i guess he's a listener and we do what we do here uh no offense but kind of we'll see what happens i I, uh i don't um, i don't i don't mind the pick but i also wouldn't mind checking his id i'll um (laughs) i'll save my thoughts for the pod we'll save the thought he'll save his thoughts for the pod save for the pod Uh, Save it. He's gonna save it for what we have coming up right now, uh, which is the weekly. But first, uh, a, a quick message from uh, one of our sponsors. Hey, uh, Capper. So I was watching the Georgia-Tennessee game last week. I know she didn't answer any of my texts. She didn't hit me up on my phone. No DMs on Facebook. No DMs on Instagram. And no DMs on Twitter. What's up with that? Well, I had no interest in speaking with you um, during the second half of that train wreck of a performance by my Tennessee Vols. But I was on Flick Chat app the entire afternoon, Ooh, and I didn't hear a word from you. I mean, I just downloaded it this week. I do love it. I'm going to be on it all weekend, watching college football, talking with you. Probably not with Joe, but like he'll be on it. I'll just be ignoring it. And all the listeners who are downloading Flick App this week. Yeah, it's a great way for podcasts and podcasters to interact with their fan bases. And I know we have a loyal group at home listening um, and we'd love to speak. You're going to search for us on the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play App Store. Both of them are available. Search and flicks, flick chat. Promo is bang your bookie's wife. We're using it full full stop. We're not going over. All we're over not apostrophing this bad no boy. We're just going all the way in. Spell it out. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The weakness. As strong as an ox. All right, all right. This is the weekly. These are the picks that matter, the picks that count, the picks that make you money. Uh, I'm really excited about the slate we got this week with the Big Ten back. It was honestly, how nice was it to also underrated the whack also back. Being able to just scroll down and see those 10 p.m. games, they're going to keep us company late at night. It's incredible. It's going to be so nice. Oh, it's like a warm blanket. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, Let's start with Rain Man, your lock of the week, which I, this one jumped off the page to me. Uh, yeah, you got, yeah, you got Minnesota, of course. And and is this uh, just to be clear? Are they on the road? Or are they at home against Michigan? Oh, they're at home against Michigan. Uh, college game day in Minneapolis. It's going to be electric. Uh, so Michigan's defense, I think, is really good. Their defensive line should be good. What worries me there is the quarterback Joe Milton never gotten to start before. Four new offensive linemen for Michigan. Uh, short, weird offseason with COVID. And Michigan was one of the teams that sort of lagged behind the rest of the Big Ten in wanting to return, which is the opposite of what you would expect from P.J. Fleck, who is the good kind of football crazy. Coach Harbaugh is just a bit crazy. So I think that the coaching edge goes to Minnesota. But also the offensive firepower edge, you got Tanner Morgan, you got wide receiver Rashad Bateman, who opted out, opted back in, and is ready to give it one more go before he's back on Sundays. I love the gophers here i think they're gonna outright but i'll gladly take the three it'll be close i gotta i love this pick as well and uh when i think about the gophers there what i love uh dan if just one of the novelty things i've watched this minnesota team is they have their right tackle daniel filele six nine four hundred pounds just too a, big like it's like too big. picked up football uh from australia just like sort of picked up football on the fly because it's pretty easy to do they have they do have uh <laughs> They have a lot of wide receivers coming back. I I do uh, one thing that's occurring to me is just so the Michigan fan sites are talking up Joe Milton. They're saying he looks pretty good, but of course, they wouldn't like, know. Uh, 
They wouldn't know. And then, but no, I, they don't know I'm, anything. One thing I'm realizing about Michigan is one, Michigan losing this game would be devastating for Harbaugh. This would be a really, really bad look. But remember that picture of Harbaugh eating a steak with a huge glass of milk? Always. I'm starting to realize like that was weird at the time when his teams were like okay, but it's gonna look worse and worse the worse his teams play football. That photo doesn't like. I really you can do eccentric stuff like that when your teams are winning. But I, the thing I like most about this game, Michigan breaking in two new corners against Tanner Morgan and a fully returning offensive line. Uh, Capper, where, where where do you sit on this one? Do you like it? I mean. I love PJ Fleck. This that's that's actually pretty cool. They're doing game day here to kick off the Big Ten season. Yeah, uh, they second got time last year of no game it's like, day. Yeah, it's like the second time in ten months after never having game day in Minneapolis, which is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's just a testament to what PJ Fleck is building. But like actually, uh, in that pr- I mean, it's incredible. And row, uh, honestly, row, row the boat. The way that they played last year, just their offensive efficiency was really something to see honestly but they i mean they went at you on defense too they i mean they shut some teams down that um are very talented so i think this one will be fun because i don't think i mean michigan's kind of stuck and minnesota's there's no reason to think they're better so you know those pick plays hurt you week one when your coverages aren't sound so I, i i just think the offense is gonna be electric let's go to capper's big rubber here uh you got a team that i would honestly i would say is almost the big 12s version of uh minnesota in some ways and iowa state plus 3.5 just a scrappy team that does i the coach might say they do things the right way 69 percent of the money is on the pokes right now which i noticed in this one which is nice of course but why do you like iowa state well obviously that makes me feel really good um i love getting the hook here and I am just not a believer in Oklahoma State. I know they're ranked sixth in the country right now due to a number of reasons, mainly the fact that half the team, half the country Big hasn't, hasn't played, played a football Pack game yet. Um, and the fact that the Big Ten, Big 12 is down, and really like, I think they just have to pick a representative at this point to be the you know showcase of the conference that's just terrible right now. I mean, there's no good things about the Big 12 right now. And I Les don't. Miles is healthy. He was coaching again. That's um, good. But Puka, Puka. Poor Puka. Opted out. Obviously good for I, Puka. I just sending sending thoughts to his family. Obviously, if, um, that's awesome prayers to God. Kansas his rest of the season. <laughs> what if what a finish to cover us to bring us across the finish line last week with that kickoff return? Just I guess I would ask a great so way to go out. You're, you're telling us why you don't like Oklahoma State, but what do you like about Iowa State in this spot? Because it is a huge game. I mean, I love Matt Campbell. I, I know we talked about him before, but I just am enamored by this running game of Iowa State because I know that Brock Purdy has not really played that well this year. Um, but, I mean, they're just running all over teams. They're putting up points. But their defense has actually really been solid, coupled with the one of the more efficient offenses in the country, despite the fact that Purdy's not playing great. Through three games... Oklahoma State has played some of the worst offenses in the country. They're getting a lot of love for their defense. They've given up about nine points a game, I think, so far through three games. But look at who they've played. And I know Chuba Hubbard. I know that name. I know how good he is running the football. But Iowa State boasts the nation's 13th best rush defense. They're allowing under 100 yards per game. They're allowing less than three yards a carry. 
they're going to make Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy beat them through the air, and I don't know that they're capable of doing that. I actually think Iowa State upsets them this game. I, 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 like, I, can see it. I like it, too. I like Brees Hall on the ground. He's gotten 100 yards every game. Uh, of course, He's Brock electric. Purdy, Brock Purdy is starting to – it feels like uh, Iowa State, like they start out slow, but now they, they seem to be hitting all the right strikes. I'm would. i curious what – I'm curious what Rayman's take is on the other, like whether he likes this or what. Why it didn't jump out on his board? Uh, Oklahoma State is too much firepower. I, if I had to pick a side, I'm with Capper. I like Iowa State here. I might sprinkle a little money line because I do think this game could get out of hand if Brock doesn't play well. Uh, but and so I, therefore I don't need the points. But I don't know. I, it, it's it's hard. I mean, Oklahoma State could be it could be really good. Yeah, I it they it seems I don't think like they the are. Juries. It's the ju- I, don't, I, 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 I don't really think they are either, but I, that's why I didn't pick it. There's too uh, yeah, much, there's I too mean, much other good board plays here. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I know that they rank all this stuff, you know, efficiency on offense and defense based off of who you play, but like Kansas, West Virginia, like, West Virginia is good. We'll get to that. Uh, I don't know. They just like don't. They don't Let's, do anything for me. And I really, I like. I think Iowa State might be the best team in the Big Twelve right now. It's possible. Let me interject. Let's there. stay. Let's stay in the Big Twelve for, for Rayman's next pick. In the Big 12. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll stay in the Big Twelve for Rayman's next pick. Uh, actually, let's let's say it was tangential. So we'll go with the West Virginia pick. You like West Virginia at Texas Tech? Well, I could have gone. I could have segged. Here's a teaser to either of these Big Twelve picks. I was ready, constant professional. But we'll go with West Virginia minus three and a half at Texas Tech. I think West Virginia is actually a really good football team. Their offense is putting up four hundred and ninety. Oh no, no, no sorry. We'll get to that. They're putting up 33.5 points a game and nearly 500 Clean yards on offense a game. They simply just have not been able to be stopped on offense. Their defense is also surprisingly pretty good, only giving up 240 yards a game. That's a pretty big difference. And the thing about Texas Tech, their offense is good. Yes, agree. But they're giving up 499. That's where the 499 comes in, yards a game. So you got this... Equal offenses, though I like West Virginia's a little bit better. And you got this huge defensive mismatch. You're only given three and a half points. I think running back Letty Brown might be one of the best running backs in the country. He's currently ranked five overall and has had uh, basically almost, almost went for 200 rushing yards last week. I, I, Texas Tech 0 and 3 in the conference. They lost to Texas in like just the most upsetting fashion. They just <laughs> that, that team is all quit. I think West Virginia relevant, could just right, absolutely man. roll them. If you yeah, think Texas right. Tech has a shot, you're just rooting for Lubbock Luck. You just like, had to get a it. dig in there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I had to. Are you <laughs> suggesting? Are you suggesting well Lubbock said. Luck is nothing? Because I don't know Texas Tech. This is a game I'm a little nervous about touching specifically. Well, so, so Tech's it's also benching their quarterback in a complete panic mode. Uh, Bowman's out, and they're bringing in Henry Columbia, who's a transfer from Utah State. <laughs> There's nothing. Dude, to make that's you such think, a desperation move from Matt Wells, bringing in his transfer just like, from I, his old school. I hate that. And West Virginia's looked pretty good. Uh, let's. Uh, they've been. Let's they've keep, been fine. I, I mean, I just clean it up, Cap. Eh, Stick eh. to your guns. This next pick from Capper, I just feel. Said, mm. uh, I really like because I just don't see any way it doesn't cover, and that's uh, roll tide. You love you love huge favorites. I love huge favorites. I can't um, I can't I can't quit them. And I typically don't bet on this type of game. I don't pick this type of game. I don't lay three touchdowns on the road in conference with a team getting seventy percent of bets. I don't do that. I'm making an exception this weekend because 
Alabama. This is a fight that is two different fighters, not just in different weight classes. They're like at opposite ends of the weight classes. Alabama is far and away the best team in the country. They showed that last weekend against Georgia. Just just overtook Clemson for the number one ranked offense, too. And, I mean, that offense is incredible. And if you, I mean, if Georgia cannot stop you on offense, especially in the second half where they just dominated that football game, do you really think Tennessee has a chance here? Mac Jones is my no. favorite for Heisman right now. I know they've got a ton of offensive talent, but he is the guy conducting that train. I mean, he's just keeping that thing rolling right along. They lose to it, but it doesn't even matter because they just are putting up points at a historic pace for Alabama football. Um, I just Tennessee lacks lacks offensive identity. Um, Jared Gordon, yeah, Jared Gordon, Tomo, Quarantano, um, turning the ball over. Almost every time he touches the football. That was um, against Kentucky. That was, I mean, the fan, there were not a lot of fans, but you could hear them fucking laying into that team. I mean, it's it's one of those teams that just like, they have, they build a little bit of momentum and then they always find a way to just crush it. And last week was their crushing blow to their momentum that they had in recruiting classes, starting off the season with a couple nice wins. They've got nothing on offense, and really, like I don't know what Coach Pruitt's going to do because their their backups not any better as he showed last weekend against Kentucky because he came in in his first series he throws an interception. So I just like yeah. I don't. I mean, if we're looking at the total here, based off of the spread too, you're you think that Tennessee can score twenty plus points off Alabama defense right now? I no I I don't and, see. Well, it. the other thing I'm nope. looking at here is like I also get a little queasy and like. Uh, team like this, big favorite in a proverbial rivalry game, quote unquote, all the, you know, whatever, whatever. But Alabama. Okay, why we keep calling games that are a rivalry? But game? it's just not, like, this is not a rivalry. And it's Alabama I, you know, and Tennessee is a historic. Shut up. You just, this is no, it isn't. Football. It's Maybe like 40 like, years like, ago. Until like five years ago, you fraud. It's a historic no, rivalry. I, I do I think, think Alabama. Oh my Alabama, God. Everything's Tennessee. a rivalry then if they're in the same conference. Dude, if sure. you talk. I, I'm not gonna. Like, I'm not gonna even address on. this idiocy. But anyway, what I the thing rivals. about Bama. The thing about Bama that's different is that they can just they can score so quickly. Their wide receiver Waddle is so good. Najee Harris is so good. Even when they're trying to grind out the clock, they can get those like accidental 80 yard touchdowns. That you know, if Tennessee was giving those up to Kentucky, how many of those are is Alabama gonna get without even really trying? I just think this is one that could get way out of hand. Your your face just lights up when you talk about Alabama. I love offense. talking about favorites with points. It's the only thing that I I can't as a public better. It's just I can't get enough. Uh, I mean I I think he, I think the one thing you worry about here is obviously a letdown spot after a huge game against Georgia last weekend. But the way they finished that is it game, a rivalry or is it a letdown? Spot? You know I think you guys they, gotta be consistent. Well I think the way I they finish that game kind of throws that out the window. Like this team is just a team that's on a mission, ready to roll through anybody who gets in their path. Like I you know. I think it's just as simple as that. Well, uh, Rayman has an uh, for his next pick. He is uh, staying in the Big Twelve. He's uh, he likes the Sooners heading into Cowtown TCU. Uh, they're they're laying six and a half on the road. They have been an inconsistent team. I'm curious about your read here. So uh, the other seg I had ready to go for this one was that you want to know what the best team in the Big Twelve is, and it's Oklahoma. It's Boomer Sooner. They're going to look a lot better down the stretch. Sure. Uh, wow, well, that's a really good segue. Are you it, a professional, been, right? I would have nailed it. I was so ready. Wow. Uh, 
No wonder we get all the sponsors, buddy. Keep going. Lincoln Riley absolutely rattled Spencer Rattler by benching him. Spencer Rattler oh, comes back to the game. On fire. Looks, I know. It looked great. Uh, sometimes you can just tell when you got your fastball, and it's moving right now. He looks absolutely great. I think he's going to come back for the second half, last two-thirds of the season, and just really put up points, look like one of the best quarterbacks in the country, which is what his talent coming into this season was I think Oklahoma, uh, what I'd said on that coffee after the Red River game was to look out for the defensive line for OU, which actually looked pretty good. Their secondary, not so much. Uh, TCU does not have a good deep ball. Alex Duggan, that's not part of their game, really. So I think OU's defense will be less susceptible to TCU than they would be, for example, than compared to like a Texas. Uh, so I, I think Oklahoma's going to be able to put up points. I think they're going to be able to roll, and I don't think they're going to get cute at the end of games anymore. So I like OU, and I like them big. All right. This uh, one, that, that one makes a lot of sense to me. This one you like? I'll say it. Yep, I'll say it. Just drop a boomer sooner for me, Cap. Uh, it's boomer. Our, uh, this is... Uh, we're, we're just going to move on to the next pick. Would you be yeah. that surprised if OU wins out and wins the Big 12? No, I wouldn't at no, all. Of but, course not. Uh, nope. But yeah, that's not the I mean, same OU team that's been trotting out there for the last I, Their I'm offense sure. might be soon, though. It's not. I I'm I'm a it's little has, I always like Gary Patterson in a home spot at least like this feels like it could very well be another like overtime game that OU wins by a field goal but uh we we'll see I uh let's go back to you Capper this uh you're going against our our man not Hunter with your next pick directly against him you like Indiana actually proud of you Cap plus six and a half uh, uh tell me tell me your explanation uh, with with all due respect to not Hunter. And, not that hunter. And this is why I mean I I will tell the listeners this is why I like not knowing you know cameo picks. I don't like knowing king of the hill picks. I just want to sit down with the spreads. I want to sit down with the stats. I want to sit down with the numbers and I want to know who's going to win these games, who's going to cover these spreads. And this week it's Indiana plus 6 and a half. I'm not even worried about losing the hook right here. I think it does get up to 7 probably before the game kicks off on Saturday. Um, but you're looking at 35% of bets so far on Indiana at home. The line is blown through seven and a half opening through the key number of seven, all the way down to six and a half. And I think what you've got with Indiana is a team with a good amount of momentum off last season's big 10 season. Um, they were eight and four overall really good in the conference. They showcased one of the most explosive offenses in the country and in the Big Ten, over 430 yards of offense, 300 yards a game through the air with Michael Penix at the helm. I think that team will be able to move the football against a Penn State team that lost seven starters last season, have an opt-out. I mean, I know they're linebacker you. I know they've got Coach Franklin. But that is, it's always been a Penn State team that plays up to opponents and sometimes like lets those teams in the middle of the conference hang around, hang around, hang around. And I think Indiana's trying to build something a little bit special here with Coach Allen. Um, I think that they've got a chance to make a statement here this weekend. And I think opening up the season at home, you know, there's there's been a lot of question marks about the Big Ten. And I I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't include one Big Ten game in my slate here. So this was the one that stuck well, out yeah, to me. Be a slap and, in the face. And Really, I love this Indiana team. I think they've got a chance to do something really cool here. Um, after a bunch of years where they were just kind of floundering through the conference, um, I, you know, I, I think it's as simple as that. I, I think Penn State, obviously, they've got the 
the quarterback returning, who's got a ton of experience. And I think they'll be able to score some points here, but I think Indiana will, will do their fair share of scoring too. No, no concern for the Phoenix ACL? Not for me, no. Um, there you have it, not that, Hunter. No if, concern on the Phoenix ACL. You know, if he's playing, and he, I mean, if he's playing, he's going to play. And he's going to play well. He throws the football so well. Um, it was a team that was really just explosive last season. So, um, you know, we just um, – It's just an athlete's thing. We take our thing. chances, I, you know. I, it's an athlete's thing. It's like Penn State, it's one of those games that they could, you know, you could see them just getting two cheap ones in the fourth quarter and, like, making it a 10-point win when it should be yeah, a three-point win. That's the thing that makes me nervous here. I don't know. I just, like, can't get past how good Penix was last year. 70% completion percentage, um, almost nine yards an attempt. It's, an it's just, like, it's, like, it's pretty special coming from a, I mean, a program like Indiana that really hasn't had a ton of national mm-hmm. success. Um, and that, and, and I, I think you've uh, got a long off season where you've just been thinking about that, like how are we going to make our next move here? And you open up the season at Penn State at home, and it's that's yeah. your chance right here. So it this appears is we're, um, on, we're on the same page here. Let's get to uh, this is Rain Man's last pick on the slate, uh, ACC game. Uh, you you like uh, the Hokies going on the road to Wake, uh, uh, laying eight points. I, I do. Uh, I've been high on the truth, Hendon Hooker all season. You hate season. Wake Forest. And I've been – yes, I do hate Wake Forest. And I love the opportunity to highlight that my guy, Hendon Hooker, the truth for Virginia Tech, and my guy, Jamie Newman, no longer at Wake Forest. Not Jamie Newman's Wake Forest team. This team won't be able to get – Close to Virginia Tech. Hendon Hooker getting his first start back. All he did was put up four touchdowns, three on the ground, in a 40-14 to win over Boston College. Boston College has looked pretty good this year, too. So I think that's a pretty big win. Uh, I just like this game so much. Also because Virginia Tech has had three of their four games. They put over 300 yards rushing. That's insane. How can Wake Forest stop that when they are one of the worst rushing defenses in the country, giving up over 200 yards to NC State and UVA? I like Virginia Tech, and I like them big. You heard our, it here. It's hard to argue with that. You pick. heard it here first. Hard to argue with that pick. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I am bemused by the board this week, fellas. I love all four of these could be rubbers. Like, you're, you're your bemusement could not be any more clear. Uh, <laughs> I just I love it. I'm bewitched uh, by the board. This last uh, this last pick uh, for Capper. Uh, you like, uh, so you're, I'm, I, this one I want to talk about. So you're like Notre Dame laying 10 and a half on the road at Pitt. Oh, you idiot. I do. I do. Don't um, do that. <laughs> I, so obviously we talk Man. about it every single week. It seems like now, um, but we also talk about overreaction theater and obviously Notre Dame did not play well last weekend in their win at Louisville. But a lot of this for a team of Notre Dame stature with Notre Dame's players and Notre Dame's coaching staff is survive in advance. And so you get through an ugly game like that. You win by any means necessary. You go into the next week. It's just a bunch of mismatches on the field this weekend against Pittsburgh. Like Pittsburgh, I know that they boast a pretty strong rushing defense so far this season. Yeah, their D-line is solid. But they haven't played an offensive line like Notre Dame's. Notre Dame's rushing attack has been insane this season. Say what you want about that offense. Say what you want about Ian Book and how he is really just not excelled at the quarterback position. But 
But to his credit, he's not turning the football over. They only have two turnovers on offense all season. And we're looking at a team in Pitt who's probably got Kenny Pickett sidelined again. You know, the quarterback last week, and he covered the spread against Miami, just a miracle because Miami just dominated that football game. Um, but I I just cannot get past this Notre Dame rushing offense, rushing for six yards a game so far, six yards a carry so far. Um, Kyron Williams, Chris Tyree are dominating on the football field. I, I think one of those guys is averaging over nine yards a carry. Um, it's just a, it's just a man's game versus a boy's game this yeah, weekend. I, I would, and I, I don't really care that they're going to pit. I don't yeah, care about. I, I, look, I hate Mark Whipple's offense. I don't think they're going to score any points. I think this is like you're looking at a total. It's 43 and the a half. One thing, so it's telling the, you Pittsburgh can't score. One thing that gave me some hesitancy here is just I, so I like I look up uh, I looked up just havoc rate. So Pitt leads the nation in havoc rate. Then mm. they lead the nation with 67 tackles for loss on the set on the season. Good defensive Clemson line. In second place okay. with 50. But I'll say on the other end, Notre Dame is seventh in havoc allowed, meaning they've only given up 15 tackles for loss on the season and had five turnovers. So I think you are seeing you're, it's going to be an interesting strength versus strength there. And if they if if Pitt can catch Notre Dame behind the chains and makes Ian Book try to beat them, that's not a great situation for Notre Dame. That's the one. Pitts is just such a shit heel team that just sticks around when they shouldn't. So it makes me this nervous. Is, yeah, this is the exact kind of game Pitt keeps close and loses. Like, it, it, defensive line, Notre Dame's biggest strength is their running game. I just don't like this pick at all. I almost took Pitt because you're getting that 10 and a half. Not to mention, uh, former Fed Reserve Chair Janet Yellen looked real good against Miami. Certainly acquitted <laughs> he herself did not. well. He completed forty eight percent of his passes. He was shitty. She she was she was an okay Fed Reserve chair, but she is an adequate pit quarterback. I'll have. She's you know a nice that. lady. I mean, if you take away his long completion on the day, he averaged about four yards an attempt. He's horrific. Um, Nowhere to go but up. I mean, Cap. do you like? I don't know. It's just like they, Miami. We know Miami's not as good as Notre Dame. Like you, yeah. you know it. I know it. We've seen all the reports. We've seen all the practices. We've seen all the game film that you can see on these teams. And Notre Dame is in a different class. It's just like Alabama versus Tennessee. They're in different classes. So All right. can they hang around? Sure, they can, but they won't. And uh, this is going to be – it's a rivalry game that you got to consider, so you might want to toss those records out and take those points. No, 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 yourself, no, no. Look ahead spot because Pitt has Florida <laughs> State next weekend. Well – the, it's both. You know, you know what? I'm I'm sick of this game. Let's get uh let's get let's just get a recap of, of these picks. Ray man, what are your winners this week? Skyuma, 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 plus three against Michigan, Oklahoma, minus six and a half at TCU, Virginia Tech with Hendon Hooker and the truth, minus eight at Wake Forest, and West Virginia, minus three and a half at Texas Tech. All right, Capper, what do you got? Uh big rubbers, Iowa State plus three and a half. Alabama minus 21, Notre Dame minus 10 and a half, and Indiana plus six and a half. Thank God for Big Ten football. Thank God it's back. Uh, and now I can only assume that you guys want some fucking winners over here. Uh, you came close. You, guys, you came you close. Like you guys want a four-teamer that's going to light your fucking face on fire? Dangerously uh, close last weekend. It came It came dangerously close last weekend. Mississippi did not come close. Uh, no, but... they. I mean, they, they, had, they had a chance at the end. Yeah, I uh, let's let so my four teamer this week. Uh, go just I we're gonna start off in uh, the Big Ten. I like uh, Illinois plus nineteen and a half at <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, 
Uh, I love Wisconsin, but it is not difficult to fade a spread this big for a team starting a true freshman at quarterback and replacing one of the best running backs in college football history. Yes, Mertz is a five-star for Wisconsin, but you know what? Who else was a five-star? Bo Nix, and he fucking sucks. So if we, I think you have to account for the chance that this true freshman sucks, in which case 19.5 is a ton in your opening game on a Friday night. Uh, next, Ohio State minus 26 versus Nebraska. I honestly think Nebraska is good, but Ohio State is a different animal. Ohio State Nebraska is going to cover because they wanted the season more. Uh, Ohio State is a uh, professional football entity that develops 3D printed NFL players full stop. They aren't here to fuck around. Uh, I think Nebraska, it's cute that they have like a competitive program again. It's real adorable that Scott Frost is back home. I think Ohio State is going to just punch them in the fucking mouth. I see these 26 points, and I think you have to factor in that Ohio State is going to be putting up half a hundred on everybody on the schedule, and I mean everybody. Clemson, (laughs) like every team they face, I think Ohio State has the potential to put up half a hundred. 26 isn't nearly enough. I think they can it. Uh, next, BYU minus 28 and a half versus Texas Tech. Texas State. If, if I take it, I'd love it against Texas Tech, too. Just take it. Sleep well. <laughs> Just take schools. the points. Good night. Yeah. Uh, Fresno State minus three and a half versus Hawaii to round out the four-teamer. I'm fading Hawaii away from the island and double fading them now that their white guy with dreads at quarterback goat, Cole McDonald, who is allegedly now drafted by the titans but i am certain i saw him in a head shop outside of san diego i swear to god that was him fresno state is covering this <laughs> spread and it won't even be close i, I like three of those i, I think, think nebraska is gonna cover well no i mean th- as close as we came last week and this one's going one and three this is the winner this is the winner boys i feel it <laughs> i feel it there's no there's no greater there's no greater pleasure than uh live betting the Mountain West game in the middle of the second quarter and then waking up at three in the morning and through your blurry eyes seeing that you didn't cover by 30 points and then just <laughs> passing back out. That is the, the true joy of college football. Uh, get your Mophies ready because we're going to be streaming games and making live bets all day. Like, it's going to be amazing. It'll be great. Is that, the, the rumor is uh, Rain Man and I will be in a remote location watching games together for the first time in quite some time. A Camp David Accord, if you will. (laughs) Tell your friends. Of college football.